Hey, welcome to I'll Take Three, a movie treasure hunt. I am your host today. My name is Alex. Every day, uh, we are here to talk about a new film. <laughs> a new film um, this week. This week's film is Snowpiercer, the the uh, 2014, 13, 2013, 2013 post-apocalyptic sci-fi action film. 2013. Okay, I wrote down 2014, but I definitely thought it was 2013 oh, as well. Oh, there was a moment where they mentioned 2014 in the movie. Okay. Okay. Um, yes, and it was my pick because we had a new theme, as you know, or for those who don't listen, we pick a theme and each of us picks hey, a theme. Hey, if they don't listen, how would they hear this right now? <laughs> if they tuned in, they're like, what's the introduction to this podcast about? That? But once they tuned in, they no longer fall in the don't listen category. I know. But I had to tell them how the podcast worked. Oh, got it. And Kristen picked the theme this week. Let me introduce my co-hosts. Kristen. Hi. Um, Where are you from, Kristen? I'm from um, the moon. (laughs) What's your your mother's maiden name? (sighs) Uh Um... What's the last four years old? Um, 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 I don't know. What I don't know any of these questions, these answers to these questions. I don't and even know, so I'm in trouble. <laughs> you don't know any of those? Uh-oh. No. All right, and we're joined <laughs> by Jacob. Jacob, hey, where I are you from? Hey, I, I'm from my homeland, and I'm here to say I'm going to rap in Not This Way. Wow. And uh, what's your mother's maiden name? Uh, Kathy. <laughs> oh, weird. Um, yes, and they are here to talk about the film with me. The theme, Kristen, what was your theme? Movies with a natural disaster. And we're not talking about the actors, baby. Oh. oh. Which actors? Any actors that suck. <laughs> They're a natural disaster. Natural disasters. <laughs> Would The Rock be a natural disaster? Because his name is The Rock. No, he would be a uh, natural formation. <laughs> that makes sense. But what if also, his car- career was a disaster? Geolo- I was going to say geologists call him the the epitome of uh, humankind. Wow. That's fascinating. Uh, he's got a huge geologist fan base. Do you don't know that? I don't, no. You got to get on the forums. I wonder if our, our dad... <laughs> likes him because he oh is a rock God. i would hound. assume so and i would grandpa. assume he is a rock hound go the rock anyway um so my kristen picked uh the theme of twister last week where we covered that the film. theme of twister the movie i picked the theme of twister crispin crispin glover was you're crispin. dumb <laughs> hey don't be me dave <laughs> Alex, don't be such an idiot, though. Seriously. <laughs> Kristen picked the movie Twister to fit the theme of a natural disaster in film. Um, and so I have picked Snowpiercer with the classic natural disaster of scientists trying to solve for global warming and freezing the entire Earth. Smart. Yes, it's very smart. It didn't work, though. And then I read that scientists have considered doing it here for real in real life. Yeah. They're doing they're doing a study uh, in Harvard uh, about it um, that is funded by Bill Gates uh, as of twenty twenty one. 
Oh, great. He probably just wants to snow microchips down on everyone. Um, speaking of microchips, <laughs> child labor, you know what I mean? Anyway, let's 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 continue with the what you guys are talking about. I was trying to talk about Snowpiercer, you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah, that fits. That fits. Exactly. There is a, there is a light amount of child labor in this film. Exactly. Uh, I'm on point. So so this film was directed by South Korean director and forgive me if I mispronounce this Bong Joon Ho. I forgive you. And he has directed such uh, notable films as uh, Snowpiercer, Ok hey. Okja. Have you seen or heard Okta. of that? Is it Okja? Oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And of course, the smash Oscar-winning hit Parasite. There's another movie, isn't there? Well, he's directed more movies than that. Yeah, I thought there was another one that was pretty famous. I can't find his page. He directed he? The Host, which the is host, a that South was Korean film. Yeah. And Memories of a Murder, which is also um, fairly well known. Uh, most of those movies are Korean, um, South Korean, I should say, uh, yeah, productions like, and set in there. And this one is his first English language film. Yeah, almost 85% of the dialogue was English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, there's still he still has a little South Korean dialogue because he brings in his tried and true um, co-stars who we, mm-hmm. he used um, recently in the host. Parasite. Oh, in the host. But the male one was also in Memories of a Murder and then later in Parasite. Okay, I, I was gonna say I thought he was in Parasite. And his name is Song <coughs> Song Kang Ho. If I said that right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. And then the his who plays his daughter is Go Ah Sung, and she also plays his daughter in The Host. So it's interesting. interesting, interesting fact. Not to jump too far ahead, but um, I watched The Host literally that morning of the same day. I watched Still Fiercer at night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so that was interesting because I watched The Host and I was like thinking, okay, where would I rank this in the director's filmography and i was like of course oh, you did i'd probably that's exactly what you thought <laughs> that is is that surprising at all <laughs> <laughs> no um, it's on bar it's on brand <laughs> and i was like no you know what i probably liked snowpiercer a little more um but maybe after watching snowpiercer that night i changed my mind oh interesting mm. i have uh not to Jump too far ahead, but my fourth thing, which I'm gonna save as a mystery thing, mm-hmm. I think identifies why you like this movie so much. Oh snap! So. Can't wait to hear about that. So, um, yeah, I guess I can keep going on the background of this movie before I jump to, um, you know, first thoughts, first time. Well, movie? our history, history. Our, <laughs> our history, and we also have to do the synopsis, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but this film, the main star of the film is Chris Evans, who you might know as um, Captain America. Captain America. My first note is, or not my first note, but when I when he comes on is, Captain America is, ca- is counting. What What's happening? <laughs> so that was fun. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to say, I thought it was funny that you guys thought of Captain America, because I immediately thought 
Hey, there's that one guy from the Nanny Diaries. Oh, wow. I don't know who <laughs> Nanny Diaries is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I recently watched it on TikTok, so. <laughs> on TikTok. Didn't, didn't you watch like the first uh, third of the host on TikTok? Yeah, because you were explaining oh my it God. to me. How do you I... spend that much time on TikTok? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what I spend my two hours a day of TikTok doing on there is just watching movies on there. Um, oh. I yeah, because Alex was explaining to me what the host is about because it, um, it kind of, like from what he was kind of talking about, it sounded familiar. So I asked him a little more about it, and I had seen like it matched up with what I'd seen of one of those like snippets of movies that they put on there. And I was like, oh my god, that's the same movie. That's, that's funny. Mhm. Yeah, that's crazy. And I wa- I told her um, when I was like deciding what to watch because she wasn't here. I was like. Oh, Kristen would have no interest in this movie. And then she ended up having had watched part of it. That's pretty funny. Um, it also stars, of course, we mentioned the S- South Korean actors Song Kang-ho and Go Ah-sung. And then some other English-speaking actors, Tilda Swinton, mm. f- who is always good. Um, Fantastic. Jamie Bell, Octavia Spencer, John Hurt. And John Hurt. Harris. John Hurt, rest in peace. R.I.P. John Hurt. Pour one out for your homies. John Hurt, right, Kristen? What? John John Hurt. <laughs> yeah, what about him? <laughs> we're sad that he's dead. I am sad. We're, that sucks. We're all crying right now, Kristen. <laughs> Jacob and I were starting a seance. Oh, okay. cry on Mike! <laughs> Raise him from the dead. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna everybody hold heads. You know, kiss deeply with tongue. It, all right, all right. Um, and that's uh, who's in the film. The film had a forty million dollar budget. Um, it was one of the production companies who worked on the film was the Weinstein Company. So is, many production companies. Just great. I know. I was like. I was like, Loco, Logo, Overload. I wrote down my, I wrote down Logo, Loco right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, but And it had a box office return of $86.8 million. So it did make some money. Um, and it remains, because it was also a South Korean production, one of uh, the most ex- expensive South Korean br- productions ever. And Damn. the um, film didn't really have a big screening like it didn't play on theaters very much um, but it did really really well on streaming um, and the critical response was high and then this um. also spawned a TV series on yeah. TNT that started in 2020 starring Jennifer Connelly and David Diggs which of course David Diggs from Hamilton yeah uh, I heard I heard fantastic. the first episode um, goes, I want to be in the front of the train where it happens, front of the train where it happens, front of the train where it happens. See, I heard that um, that was based off of a comic strip. Is that true? Uh, yeah, graphic novel um, oh, okay. from France, a French graphic novel called La Trance Persenega. Thank God you're hosting this episode. <laughs> Why? Because I said it with an Italian accent? Yeah, and I can't say anything that you that's happening here. The only thing I can say is uh it is twenty thirty one, seventeen years after 
I can just read the synopsis, you know, directly. I can't say anybody's names. <laughs> you have the synopsis up and ready? No, I was just scrolled down on Wikipedia. But oh, I do okay. have a uh I do have a one line synopsis that was on it was on Paramount Plus from oh. Showtime or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wrote I, that down. I want to hear it, unless you guys have any other production notes. Uh, the only production notes I have is that you did mention that it was a Weinstein production. There was a um, uh, a cutting issue, I guess, where there was uh, he was trying to cut 25 minutes of stuff, and yeah. uh, um, including that fish cutting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the director was adamant, you know, and even lied to Weinstein about. Uh, saying that his yeah. father was a fisherman, uh, even though he wasn't, just to keep it in there. Uh, but then Evans and Swinton um, went like spoke out about how they shouldn't cut it and stuff like that, as well mm-hmm. as doing a uh, there was some screen tests that the director did himself that had a much higher satisfaction. So they they ended up getting to keep that stuff in, which I thought was cool. That is cool. Yeah, um, especially like a foreign director. Um, you mm-hmm. know, having working with a American company, a, you know, a very controlling company for the first time. Yeah, person who seems to have a lot of power in his, you know, no kidding. But nevertheless, <laughs> that's yeah. my only thing that I noticed. No, uh, that's um, I think that's oh, all I got to uh, production. When they shot this, they had uh, they did it on like they had built these mm-hmm. like train car things on gimbals to um which are like moving um devices almost like how a boat moves um or yeah a compass on a boat moves rather um and so that way they could stay you know flat but move do, do have the sense of movement um and so that's pretty cool how they built those train cars and filmed all that like real really really realistically and stuff like that especially for yeah that's um, really cool. it being like a south korean and not just a hollywood movie where they're like at least i thought so um yeah that is cool i didn't i didn't know about that that's really cool yeah all right syn- synopsis snowpiercer a rebel fights a class war on a train circling the globe in the icy future. Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's all. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a more, a little more in depth. Survivors of Earth's second ice age live out their days on a luxury train that plows through snow and ice. The train's poorest residents who live in the squalid caboose plan to improve their lot by taking over the engine room. Burner, the sacred engine room. <laughs> I have an uh, an item about that I wanted to talk about, actually, Jacob. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So pretty much the like, to give a little more story with the film too. I guess I'd say is they they fight through the train, and then what happens and who's running the train is like a big part of it too. Yeah. With um the story. Okay, uh, yeah, so what's your history with this film, with Snowpiercer? I watched it today. I never watched it before. You, Alexander, had told me it was good. Watched it before. I should watch it. That's right, Did Jacobson. Not. Thank you for using my phone. You know what they really call me? <laughs> what's that? 
John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name, too. What I'm happens go when you out? go out? Oh. The people, they always shout. Shout what? There goes John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Isn't that what they say? I can't remember. John Jacob. Then you whisper it. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Oh, then I got to whisper it, but His they shout. It's my name, too. What the hell? Whenever we go out. People always shout, there goes John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> it makes the shout. Yeah, that's, a, that's my name. Um, but that's my history with this movie. Okay. <laughs> Kristen? Nice. Um, I think this is, what is this, like probably the second or third time I've seen this movie maybe? Yeah. Because um, I don't watch it on my own. It's not one that I choose. So it's whenever you're watching it or this I wasn't need to a watch movie it. You like wanted this to watch, one. Kristen? This I isn't mean, a movie that your family grew up watching? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hadn't seen it before. Alex made it like a big deal for me to watch it. So we had to watch it at some point. I don't remember when. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you might have had it on another time. And I, wa- I remember watching it and then this time. So yeah, that's my history. I've seen it three times. <laughs> well, here's did it my improve? history. Did it go oh yeah, worse? yeah. Okay, here's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Great. Well, I will say this. I don't know if you've changed your letterbox rating, but when I looked went to add mine because I watched it first, um, I looked at what you had rated it before we when you went through all your films, and at least then you had given it five stars. So I'll be curious to hear. Hmm. How things have changed. Yep. I also went and looked at what you did, and you put better than Scoob. So, and I, that hadn't even come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you might, you might have had, might have had, uh, had precog. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> better than Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write that on all my reviews. Oh my now. god. Better than Scoob. Not better than Scoob. Not just as just good as Scoob. <laughs> Have you seen Scoob? This is equal to that. <laughs> you can watch this or watch Scoob, really. <laughs> okay. They're both as equally good. Yep. Um, my history with the film, <laughs> I remember seeing it streaming on Netflix um, probably in 2014. I think it was pretty streaming pretty quickly. Um, and being like, oh, Chris Evans is in this movie called Snowpiercer, and the synopsis was probably pretty similar to the one you just read jacob mm-hmm. um and i was like huh that sounds pretty good and i probably looked it up and it had like a 90 something percent in rotten tomatoes i'm like dang i gotta watch this then and so i turned it on and i was like really into it and i um remember trying to get people to watch it because i was like have you guys ever heard of this movie it's really good um, nobody had and nobody ever watched it maggie watched it Maggie watched it yeah she did. i told her i was watching it and she said oh, i'll watch it with you i said no i gotta watch it for the podcast i gotta take notes yeah, Maggie. I can't be listened to you talk, Maggie. Oh, by the <laughs> way, she said she said because we were watching Secret Invasion, and within five seconds of Secret Invasion, she was asking me thirty-five questions. You know, as if uh-huh. I'd seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, is that pretty par for the course with Maggie? It's been yeah, a long time since I watched it. Something with her. Yeah, in that kind of context. <laughs> but she told me to give her a shout out, and I said, Maggie, we give you shout outs all the time. You just don't listen to the podcast. Well, sh- shout out to and Maggie. She said, Fair. Yes, a shout out to Maggie. <laughs> if she listened this far. 
<laughs> we haven't started Secret Invasion. Is that, how many episodes are on there? Just one. It came out Wednesday. Oh, okay. Not to date when we're recording this. Yeah. So, you know when we record this. You cheers a system looking behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then <laughs> I watched Trying that to first. the front of the train time. probably. They're counting doors, I think, to get to the top. Okay. And the second time, I think, was when I came <coughs> to Kristen. And then I probably did watch it another time, I think, and then this time. So this would be my fourth time watching it. <clears throat> um, hey. Never seen the TV show either. I thought about checking it out, and then they, like, took it off of HBO Max for some reason. Probably for well, tax it, cutting purposes. It, did I they take it off of HBO? somebody was behind me. I forgot I had this fake wall. <laughs> 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 He's like, I'm, wait, I'm in a box all of a sudden? Have I been put in a train? Oh my god. Um, I uh, I did not check out the show, although I did watch a trailer for the show when I, because I googled Snowpiercer, you know, because I was yeah, I was waiting for the uh, podcast to start. I was like, let me go to YouTube and just check out some what people have to say about Snowpiercer slash, uh, like breakdowns of possible endings and stuff like that which mm, is where my fourth thing comes from uh um, oh. actually uh oh, but more, uh more uh what do you more call teases, that? Tease? you know yeah <laughs> i just like i'm just gonna keep dropping them in there um but so i just watched the trailer for it and it looked pretty good so yeah i, would, I like i would be digs and jennifer conley so did you see who mr wilfred is in um the tv show no it's sean bean I thought you were gonna say uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, I he probably wasn't he wasn't dead then yet, was he? No, the show he was. Hey, I uh, came back to life. I'm Sean Connery. Again. <laughs> 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 Boo! I'm a ghost now. Sean Connery. <laughs> no, it was John Lennon style, man. I I like how he, I like how, he, for the impression he's just like he has to say his name <laughs> after it. No matter what he says. <laughs> Sean Connery. Well, uh, Shiver me uh, timbers. You ever watch those <laughs> SNL uh, Celebrity Jeopardy? Yeah. With, with Sean, uh, with Sean, Sean Connery, Connery character. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. A pure Trebek. <laughs> it is really good. Okay. Um, anything else before we jump into the film? Uh, this movie came out possibly 2013. Or 2014, which is, you know, definitely after 9 /11. After 9-11. A good 12 yeah, years so. after 9-11. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, but does not, is not before the, glo or, wait, it's not after the global warming catastrophe. So that's good to know. It's, right. Yeah. What would. It hasn't movie? happened yet. It's precog. Oh. I'm precog. <laughs> oh. Precog, man, have you ever seen Minority Report? I wrote Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> Blow my mind, Jacob. jeez. Oh, That's what I do. That's why I wrote the Minority Report. <laughs> I like to that blow minds. I was actually thinking about picking that movie. First, for this for no, theme? For I don't anything. think it works. Does that have to do with the <laughs> topic or with the no. theme? No. Nice. <laughs> For just for a future theme, in case. It Ooh, I, I know what movie I'm picking for mine. By the way, you're natural. Figure that out too. Yep, it's not the day after tomorrow. 
Oh. Another tease. I'm just full of teases. I'm like a, I'm like a girl at church where I used to try to date church girls full of teases. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, Snowpiercer, who wants to go first? Um, well, my first thing, I'm going first because I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> I'm the first of the train. Uh, the cast is what I wanted to talk about first. Um, it has, like we mentioned, all the names. It's got a ton of people in this movie and a ton of, when they showed up, like John mm-hmm. Hurt when he showed up. And when, um, oh my God, what did, Ed Harris, is that what you said his name was? Uh-huh. I always called him Ed Helms. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been way different. That would have been a um, way different. <laughs> shirts. Uh, I couldn't even imagine. He just pulls out his banjo. He's like, he's like, uh, it's all about Ma- balance. Imagine having watched this whole movie. And then fucking Ed Helms is behind the door. Oh, my God. And you'd be like, what um, the hell have I been watching? <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his overalls with no shirt on. <laughs> Like the farmer look. Uh, oh anyway, gosh. but when they showed up, I was just like, "Oh man, he's in this movie. Ah, oh, this is awesome." Yeah. And the same thing yeah. with Chris Evans. I didn't even know Chris Evans was in it, other than, um, like I, th- I think I remember you telling me about mm-hmm. it, but I don't think I remember it. And I didn't really like look at the poster. I didn't really, you know. So yeah. when he showed up, I got really excited. I was like, I was like, "Oh man, he's in this. Oh cool. That is you know, cool." I. Th- I definitely thought it was a um, gonna be like a Ben Affleck type in this movie when I saw the when I was like mm-hmm. imagining it in my head. Yeah, so I like I like that. Uh, and then of course um, the ancient one just is amazing in this movie. You know, she's so great. So. <laughs> um, funny thing, I was thinking watching this, Kristen. Um, I was like, man. Why does she remind me of Isla right now? Because she kind of looks like what point? Isla. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton? Oh, she totally does, yeah. <laughs> it's like the haircut, I think, right? Oh, my God. A haircut, and then, you know, she has glasses. They don't look the same, obviously. But she also has kind of some buck teeth right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until so. she takes them out, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then when she'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I feel like <laughs> Isla would do that when she'd be like really happy with one, an idea she comes up with. She smiles so big. Oh my That's God. Cool. That's she really That wants didn't to cross my a, mind at all. <laughs> okay. We should get some cake mix. <laughs> Tariella always wants to do experiments. She she got this little, uh, it was like, uh, for her birthday, like a potion thing where you like reveal a bar a doll it was like a stuffed animal but you like had to put like powder down and a then magic pour or a on magic it. pixie or magic mixie That's what it is. yeah it must have been that but and it came with a uh, like a little potion bottle so you can keep mixing stuff and she just, just loves it yeah mm-hmm. we got that for I Isla. Been, like yeah she did that and it was and just she a big played thing played with it once and yeah yeah never but played um it recently she's been all about like mixing foods together and making her own, like, dessert. Yeah. Like, for instance, last weekend we got Starbucks for breakfast and she got a lemon loaf. She didn't eat all of it. Um, later on in the day, she used it to make a cake. And she had, like, 
like cut like she cut it up into little pieces so she can mold it into like a cake and then she put like jelly on it or something yeah it's just wow. very innovative little, of her yeah little sh- little sh- she needs to go on a she needs to go on a chopped <laughs> but yeah, she, she probably does so like today <laughs> she chop, looked chop in our jun- pantry and saw a box of cake mix but it unfortunately it was expired but she was so excited to cook it um and then it turned out and to be expired. So we should get her like something s- to make for real. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, what what was the expiration date? I don't know. What was it, Kristen? December twenty twenty two. Y'all could have made that. Probably. <laughs> expiration dates are made up by corporations. We didn't have any icing items. anyway, so it's fine. Or at least uh they're set at certain dates for corporations for safety reasons. You you know, they go a few they give you you know, they're overcautious. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe we can make it tomorrow and make something tomorrow. I don't know if we still have it or if we threw it out. I'm going to go no, I'm gonna go drink this whole bottle of the bomb hot sauce, which is expired. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. I want to see. Just to, not to. I ain't worried about the heat for you, Jake. I just want to see how just it's, it's expired. expired. Yeah. That makes sense. So don't, you watch, don't uh, gen- if it, because if it is expired, you don't have to worry about the heat. That's like the rule. Yeah. Like if it expires, <laughs> the heat goes away because it's expired. It's like, yeah. hey, what, when does this, and it's got the radiation thing on it. So it's kind of like, hey, when does the radiation stop? Here's the expiration date. I got mm-hmm. it. Yep. Exactly. All right. Let me get a straw. <laughs> oh my God. Jennifer um, Lawrence, I guess, was uh, on it on Hot Ones. I, I I watched a clip and it made me laugh yeah. so hard because she was just crying. But I I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet either. I watched the was it the Melissa McCarthy one last week? She was really yeah. funny too. I didn't watch that one either. I just watched a clip. Damn it! Yeah. I'm clipping it up. Damn it! TikTok, you're messing with my brain. Um, the Ed Harris thing when he showed up, I was like. I don't know why, but this feels like um, when he started talking to uh, the Truman on the Truman Show. Yes, 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 <laughs> it totally did. hundred percent. Look, let me convince you how to not hurt me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, it's so good. Yeah, he's he great. Is, uh, he, he is captivating, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he's kind of like, uh, he's just... What what is what does Swinton say? He is uh, benevolent, not benevolent. He is God. She uses some words to describe him. That's what it, yeah, because he tells him to not let him talk, right? Yeah, she, he says to cut out his tongue. That's what John Hurt says. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Gimli? Gimble? <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> What's his name? Gilliam. Wait, wait. I was Gilliam. like, Gimli is right, isn't it? <laughs> Gimli. <laughs> Wrong kind of fantasy movie, I think. Oh well. Um. Yeah. Who else? Anyone else? Octavia Spencer. Well, I, 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 love I was like, the, dang, oh, she's gosh. so good too. She isn't she an Oscar winner? Who is it? Octavia Spencer. She won for something. The Help. Oh yeah, she won for The Help. Yep. Yeah, she's very good in it. When when she's got the when she's got the picture of Timmy and she's looking for Timmy, you know, mm-hmm. God, breaks my yeah. heart. And even Chris Evans is good when he's like crying at the his end. His monologue at the end. Man. Yeah, it's so good. He did really well. Yeah. And then uh and Allison Pill is in it. 
Jay Baruchel's ex-partner, baby. Hey, wait. Does she look anything like your ex-partner? Um, I don't know. Because you look <laughs> just like Jay Baruchel, so. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm just saying. You take care. I'm just saying. Hey, oh look. Do I have a Do I have a board it behind me with red line with a picture of Alex and Jay Baruchel and lines connecting? Yeah. Okay. You're like, I'm wait, not, is this my I'm brother or is weird. this my brother? <laughs> I think, have I been seen with Jay Baruchel? Have I ever not? Has Alex and Jay Baruchel been seen in the same room together? Yeah. I've been tracking rooms. <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, if only I can, um, if I they have a tracker not. on. Ooh, interesting. But no, you look at me now and Jay Baruchel now, we don't look the same anymore. No, you guys look the same. I saw him in a clip from FUBAR. You guys look the same still. I was going to say, I haven't seen him recently, especially uh, in real life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, February, right? Wait. He shoot. Sh- shoot. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was weird that he said, you want me to sign, you want me to sign an autograph? I was like, <laughs> what do you mean, oh Alex? <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Well, okay. Allison Pilda, well, uh, she's in it. <laughs> great. Who does she play? The teacher. The pregnant one? Yeah. That was a, that was an interesting moment of the film. Um, but then I love the Korean actors, the South Korean actors. Um, yeah, they're, they're so, so great. They're so good. He, uh, what, what is it? Kremlin? Cro, cro, cron, cro, Cronel? Cronel? Yeah. And she's like, uh, every time they go, go every time they go to open the door, she's like, oh, no. <laughs> it's interesting those, they play father and daughter in this movie, those two actors, mm-hmm. and they were also father and daughter in the host. Um, not to spoil this Snowpiercer, but hopefully you guys have seen it, um, or don't care about the spoilers because we're talking about the movie. But we're talking about the movie. If you don't are worried about it being spoiled. <laughs> What do you want to do this podcast for? What if you went into a movie podcast and be like, I don't want to know what happens in this movie. Anyway, um, at the end of Snowpiercer, the dad dies and the daughter lives. Wait a minute. And then in the what? end of... Oh, wait, now I'm going to spoil the host, though. I shouldn't <laughs> talk about it anymore. Oh, God. That's what I should apologize for. Yeah, you should apologize for that. For spoiling the host. Not for spoiling Snowpiercer. All right, you can edit that out. (laughs) Spoiler. Although, that movie came out, what, like 12 years ago? You haven't seen the host yet. Let's let's go ahead. That big blockbuster. (laughs) Let's let's spoil the Barbie. (coughs) That's in theaters right now. I want to spoil what? The Barbie movie. The Barbie movie. Yeah, since that movie, because we can't spoil the, the host came out so long ago, you know. So let's spoil something more recent. The Barbie movie. I'm on board. Here's what happens. Okay. Barbie meets Ken. <laughs> That's, then oh they get turned into plastic. Just love at first sight. Do you think there's a scene where they get turned into plastic, or do you think there's a scene at the end where, like, all of a sudden? Like, a hand comes in and grabs them, and it's just like. Sort Have of you playing. seen the trailer yet? No, I don't know. All I know is <laughs> well, the only thing I've seen and is a 
clip from TikTok where it was like an interview and Margot Robbie is like being interviewed and they were asking her if that was her real feet. And I guess she like steps out of was one shoes. Was the person interviewing them Quentin Tarantino in disguise? No, but it was a bunch of women and they were all so happy <laughs> and excited about it. Oh and shocked gosh. and just like, you're so amazing. Because it's really impressive, I guess. It looks impressive. She like steps out of the heel, mm-hmm. you know, and her foot's the same. Oppenheimer is also out then. Ah, okay. Yeah, let's spoil that. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Nolan's in it? Wait, that's not right. I don't think so. I don't know oh anything God. about that movie. Okay. All right, All right let's move anyway. on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> enough about the host. I won't say anything more. Um, Yeah, that's pretty good cast. What do you think, Kristen? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um. One of the things I wrote about the cast was about Chris Evans. I said, God, Chris Evans is e- is still gorgeous, even post-apocalyptic. <laughs> I uh, I did read a thing that said that to, they, they had to uh, alter his clothing to hide his bulky fit appearance. Yeah. Well, you guys know that at the end of the Avengers, he had to cover his face when they're all yeah, eating shawarma because he was growing a beard for this movie. He was eating shawarma yeah. like this. And everyone was like, Chris, what are you doing? He's like, my name's Captain America. And it totally messed everything up. Okay. They're like, oh, shit, that is Captain America. And then Kevin Feige came in, and he was a robot. It was weird. That was weird. That was my first thing. That's cool. a good one. What's your first thing, somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. For Kristen. Shut up. Okay. The <laughs> my first thing um, was a question I was thinking of. Um, I wrote down: Would you rather have all snow on the planet or all water, like Waterworld? Ooh, Waterworld. Is this, is this a is this an episode, an episode of Would You Rather? Or yes. Again, would you yep. rather play the theme? Play the theme song. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr. Elmo's world. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the floor open for questions? Yeah. It's uh, oh, yeah. Chris is the host. All right. Um, th- are you allergic to the snow or the water? No. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> and would you rather have a planet that's all snow? Or all water, like. Am I in control of the planet? What are you getting control Am, of the planet? You said, "Would I rather have a planet?" Am I in control oh my of God. the planet? <laughs> <laughs> you can Am have like one the or the God? other. You can only have one or the other. <laughs> Doesn't have to answer my question. Do I have powers that, like, I can make? No, you don't have more powers. <laughs> These are important questions. You never know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do do I if if I choose the water world, do I adapt and grow gills? You might. That's how human evolution works, weirdo. Haven't you seen Water World? <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> but I've seen Snowpiercer and there is no evolution in this. They say so. There's no natural selection or whatever. Well, um, so therefore, well, they're all stuck on a train. Different. That's why there's no natural evolution because they're not exactly. In the well, it's so only if been. I, it's if only I been choose the frozen uh, world, do I have to be on a train? 
Oh yeah, good question. Would you be on there for fifty years? No, if I if choose the snow world, do I have to live on a train? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, if I choose the water world, do I have to perform at the Universal Studios? Yes. <laughs> Wait, if I choose okay, the water I have world, my answer. I have my answer. It's done. Wait, don't don't run early. That's a key. Uh, Oh that's a God. key mix-up. All right, I would. I'm also ready to answer. Okay, is the floor closed for questions? Yes. Okay. All right, Alex, you can answer first. I choose Waterworld because I get to be <laughs> in the stunt show. Oh nice. God. I'm gonna go to hell, and I'm gonna be in fire and brimstone. I chose the third option. Nice. Okay, you were going there anyways, so it didn't matter. I um, know. That's what I'm hoping for. I would choose water, though. I don't like the cold. I would choose water because if I, it's anything like the stone show, it's going to be freaking <laughs> awesome. Also, you could be in the splash zone all the time. <laughs> okay. That was my number one. <laughs> Wait, which one would you pick, Chris? Yeah, what's oh, you Oh, um, water. Do you, and do you, have, do you have any questions? I can answer no, I have you? no questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> the floor is closed anyway, so it's a good thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I would choose water. So we're all choosing why, water. Why water? Because I don't She's like the Pisces. cold either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Wait. swim, so that would be a problem. What but... if the water? <laughs> what yeah, if the water? You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> what if the I can't swim. What if the water's thirty-three the water. degrees all the time? Celsius. <laughs> yeah, fine. so it would be cold, and. <laughs> Celsius is hot, isn't it? Well, it's it's warmer than the ice planet would be, but it's so cold if you live in the water. I think, I think, I think it'd all still be warm, Celsius wouldn't it? Like because the planet's degrees. warm, because then all the ice melts in. Uh, yeah, I'm just um, theorizing. Nobody something. wants your theories around I sh- here. I should have. <laughs> I should have asked this question when we were. Yeah, doing you should have. The floor is closed. No more questions. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you chose your. You chose your future. It's gonna be water. Just water world. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sucker. My first thing <laughs> was, I just wanted to kind of talk about dystopian films a little bit. Uh, Because this is a very dystopian film. Um, And for those who may not know, uh, we got a lot of eight-year-olds listening. Dystopian means the end of the world kind of feeling, or at least, you know, the end of hope and anything like that at the very least. But in this one, it's the end of the world, obviously. And if if dystopian film is the ending of hope, this does not count as dystopian. Because there's hope in this movie, Alex. That's true. I see it in that little girl's eyes. I saw it in Chris Evans' eyes when he said, "Ah!" He ran <laughs> and then jumped on the and he jumped on the log of bar- yeah, the barrel. The barrels. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. Dystopian films. So, what do you guys do? You guys like those types of films? What's your guys' opinion on with them? I like Mad Max Fury Road. That's a good one. I don't watch many others name some and i'll tell you if i like them well it just alone in the mad max um averse i've only <laughs> seen i've only seen mad max for you 
the Road Warrior is really good. I've seen that. I've seen Road Wa- the Road Warriors, Animal and uh, yeah, they're Hawk. pretty dystopian. <laughs> the Undertaker, man, he's pretty dystopian. I like him. What about Heidenreich when he was a Road Warrior? Oh yeah, that, that was, was good. That was good. <laughs> that was WWE. Good. <laughs> that was quite good. Rather good. <clears throat> um. Yeah, what about you, Kristen? Um, I don't know. I mean... Oh, I was going to tell Jacob some other dystopian films. <laughs> That's oh okay. You guys yeah, I was looking up some because I was like, what are some other dystopian films? Um, I don't know. I guess they're fine. I have, mm-hmm. like, bad anxiety now after having kids and stuff. So to me, like... Seeing all this stuff about the end world or the end world, the end world, the end world, <laughs> end world. We're all going the, to end world. <laughs> it's like the an world park, ending, but it's... and all this stuff. Like it just, I don't like thinking about that kind of stuff. Though me and Alex are talking about if like zombies, if there was a zombie apocalypse, like I would totally roll, and he would have to be by me to kind of level me out because I think I'd go like all crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like Negan on Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> never, never watch that. He's just like ruthless and yeah. All I know is he has a bat with nails in it or barbed wire. I don't trust a lot uh, of people, time. so that would be my every, fault in the post-apocalyptic world. I wouldn't. Trust I'd, ha- I'd have to be the humanity. Yeah, hey, Alex, do you us, remember that? He'd get us killed. Is probably what would happen. <laughs> Alex, do you remember that time that we? picked up those hitchhikers and i was like in the front seat like, i don't think i ever about that <laughs> you picked up hitchhikers yeah what the heck is wrong with you See, i was yeah, terrified I, I was like i was like should i have a knife ready to go or something they just needed a ride oh my god have you i told you guys killed about the time i let i gave this random guy outside of pizza hut a ride home in clarksville <laughs> and then uh a uh, hooker got into my car. <laughs> no, that's impressive. Oh my god! How'd you know, know she was a hooker? That's Did she uh, say, probably I am a, a hooker. I don't know if that's an offensive term for sex workers, but a sex St- street lady, a, st- a street worker, a uh, anyway, entrepreneur. So she. So I dropped this guy off. He lived in small business owner. He lived in the you know a, a seedy tight side of town, a shady part of town, um, and then. As soon as I dropped him off, he, like, left the door open. So I don't know if he was, like, working with this girl. If he was, you know, trying to get her business. But as he, like, left the door open and this he, woman he climbed into my you, car. He used you to get. He's, like, a two for one. Yeah. <laughs> um, or if. I don't know. I don't know. But I got um, a, I got, it's, like, a four for four deal. So, like, uh, I was, like, oh, okay. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll give this person a ride. Um, no, you're just a cab. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything yet. Like, it's not like she announced herself. Like, hey, I'm going to ask if you want to pay for something. Um, so I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell's happening. And then she's like, do you want this? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And she's like, okay, you can drop me off. Like a, wa- a whopper? Oh, yeah, my God. Whopper. Alex, Jesus Christ. 
This is what, hap what happens when you do stuff like that. God. Crazy. You could have you could have you could have and entered into a, a business. That happened. And I have a crazy fun life story. <laughs> to <laughs> it's like it's like on there's something about Mary when he picks up the hitchhiker and Hey. Uh, can you do me a favor? Can you read the address of where you <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That may be the best joke that we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, there's something about Mary picks up that hitchhiker, the one who's like six six minute abs or seven seven minute abs, and he's like, "Well, oh, what if I introduce six minute abs?" Six minute abs. And he's like, "Like you can't do that." No. Yeah. 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 He starts yelling, doesn't he? He can't compute it. <laughs> and it turns out the hitchhiker is like a serial killer. That he oh my gosh! But he the Serial killer doesn't kill because he <laughs> finds all these people having sex outside. Oh my gosh, that's a crazy movie. Wow. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I haven't. I don't think I've. What movie is that? There's something about Mary. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that in a long time. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That's the one with Ben Stiller, right? Yeah, and Cameron Diaz. Yeah, it's very. It's yeah. really funny. Interesting. Um. Yeah. So I dystopian films. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Kristen, you don't really like them? I mean, the, yeah, they're not my favorite to watch, but, like, um, we had just went on a road trip, and I read, finally read, uh, Ready Player Two, um, and I love those books. I love Ready Player One. Um, Ready Player Ernest Zero. Klein. <laughs> cool. Ernest Klein was the author, and he wrote another book called Armada, and that one was really good, too. Um, was that I dystopian read, also? Yeah, I think it's dystopian. But, like, his books have, like, a lot of pop culture references. And I think that's what I like a lot about them. Oh. Um, Last of Us I really like. That's kind of dystopian, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I think I like a lot of I, – I might like kind of like that sci-fi kind of feel, feel of it. And it's – I guess a lot of them are dystopian. Cause like I read the Maze Runner, I really thought that was good. Mm. Um, the Hunger I like the Games. movies. The Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, Hunger Games I like too. Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess I like them, but I don't like watching movies about them. I don't know. <laughs> I think those ones are also a little They're more bit... kind of fantasy. Too. Yeah, kind of. I yeah, say. I think I kind of like that more than like. Because yeah. um, uh, wait, Divergent is, kind is that of dystopian? Oh, Mistborn. is it? I, I, I'm about to get this guy from my work to read Mistborn. Oh, really? I'm over here working for Brandon Sanderson, apparently. Yeah, you are. Show, showing his book out. <laughs> I told Maggie's, Kristen she should read them. I think she'd like them. They're so good. Uh, Maggie's reading that uh, the Wayne and Wax series right now, so she's on the second one of those. Oh, cool. Yeah. I should try to read those again. You should. They're um, good. The Stand, a, too. You like that book, right, Jake? Oh, oh The Stand is so good. That's my that's my yeah. favorite thing, Stephen King book. Yeah, that's very dystopian. And the series is... The series is... The multiple series that they've done um, mm -hmm. have been okay for television, you know? But the book is just... It's amazing. Yeah. You watched the oh. newer t TV show? Yeah, I watched the newer one, and I watched the old one. It was one. okay. Yeah, and it the old okay. one's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The old, the I think the older one's better. Oh, yeah. You like okay. that show. Oh, uh, dystopian future, um, Harry Potter, you know, where there's wizards, apparently. 
You know what I'm saying? That's just Twilight? Shit. Vampires, man. That's just... <laughs> Shapeshifters sh- shape that are only look like wolves? I think we're going what into just fantasy. <laughs> oh, I love fantasy. Let's talk about fantasy. You guys ever seen uh, Back to the Future? Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. feels kind of dystopian with the... You gotta destroy this ring or we're all screwed. Yeah. Um, okay. Of, uh, For real dystopian stuff, though. Because I, I like them, obviously. Mm-hmm. I like Snowpiercer. Blade Runner, which we've covered on this show. Oh yeah, I don't like that really. Um, Twelve, 12 <laughs> monkeys. We, we, I really like. We should do like. a. Uh, hold on, shut the fuck up. We should do a like <laughs> a, a theme of like revisiting, and we should revisit um, some movies that didn't hit, hit well for somebody. Maybe like so we can do Blade Runner, and then uh, maybe we could. I don't know. What we else could watch we the do. we could watch the Blade Runner theatrical cut and see if you guys oh, like yeah, that we better. Could, yeah, we could do that. We could, uh, oh, let's call it could, three uh, visiting, three visiting on yeah, the twos. Let's we'll, do that. We'll release them on Tuesdays. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and also, oh, we should call all of our fans piss pigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, God. And Mary Holland will never be on this show. <laughs> never. <laughs> uh, this is the end is also disobedient. <laughs> no. yeah, that's a good song by, uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I like them. Um, I think this is a good one too. All right, who's next? Gl- <laughs> I am. I am glad you picked this over. This is the end, though. I will say that. Oh, I like this is the end. But uh-huh. um, ooh, Kristen just turned purple. That was impressive. Um, your whole screen just flashed purple. Is oh, that's it weird. Got me. She, very... she was turning into a purple minion. I almost started singing. I love you. You <laughs> love oh me. Um. <laughs> but what was, what was I saying before that? Whoa, I like that. Um, okay, I don't remember what you were talking about. I don't remember what you were talking about either. That made me say that because I said. <laughs> I right. remember when I edited the episode. Okay, all right. That's dystopian films. Oh, you were glad that I picked this instead of this is the end. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> See, I told you I'd remember by the time I finished, by the time I edited it, and it was before <laughs> that even. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I like this movie. Oh my god, a lot. And I, I was thinking about this is the end, and yeah. that movie is fun, <laughs> but it's not a great movie. You know what I mean? So I'm glad you picked this one. Cool. And plus, Who? you're gonna pick this is the end, huh? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um dread Hell no dread is also good the riddick club, movies c- club dread i don't really well, like the riddick movies i like the first and the third one what about pitch pitch black where it's pitch black like animated right no but there's an animated prequel yeah that sucks. Or, or prequel to riddick but then sequel to pitch black but it came out after. what about what do you call that what about uh? What are those movies called? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Uh, I can see it in my brain. They're like zombie movies, I think. But um, Underworld is that something? Yeah, vampires. That's vampires. Is I don't that know. Dystopian? That's dystopian. I've never okay. seen it. I was thinking. It, I was in my brain. It was very like underground. Are you talking very, about Twenty Eight Days like, Later? No, I wasn't. But that's um. also one. Yeah, zom- any zombie movie would. Yeah, Zombie Land. <clears throat> okay, I think that's enough about Groundhog Day. You guys go <laughs> Groundhog Day. You guys go to the next one. 
All right, my second one, if we're going to me, that motherfucking axe fight, okay? That is number two, okay? When, yeah. When old precog girl is like, don't open it. My stomach dropped. Oh, it man. Dropped. I said, don't open that door. Don't do it. And then I saw the axis. I said, it's about to go down. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And that was before the goddamn lights went out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shit was happening. This is my scene. Best part of the whole movie was this scene. Um, wow. And even even Ed Helms himself, or Ed Harris himself, <laughs> said <laughs> that we didn't see that coming. That's great television right there is what he said. Yeah. The fire. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that that kind of makes me excited that you liked the kind of the scariest part of the movie and the most action-packed part of the movie because I feel like you usually aren't into those genres as largely. I uh, I don't know. I I li- it felt suspenseful. It felt yeah. You know, I had the lights down. I had my sound system up. I was watching the movie. You were I was trying in, to make man. it as theatrical as yeah. possible. You know, which I try to when I do the podcast. I try to make sure I am. You know. Fully present, yeah. There. So So one thing I wanted to talk about with the axe fight thing was what the hell was up with the fish? I had no idea what was up with that. It's an imita- imitation in- intimidation factor. It was stupid. <laughs> and then Chris like Evans it? fucking slips on the fish later, which <laughs> yeah, I thought was hilarious. Funny. Yeah, that part was funny. <laughs> that was <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted I I wanted there to be just like somebody had put in like a noise of like <laughs> Snoopy, or you know, like a slide like, whistle. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I thought that was dumb. I was like, this is this is weird. This is stupid. <laughs> well, it was like our axes <laughs> so sharp. Red. Yeah, and red. Oh, blood. Like, oh, yeah. it's a fucking axe. I don't think that that's not sharp. Like. <laughs> Yeah, but it's so like, sharp. You didn't I don't even have need to you to cut a fish to show me. Well, I, I definitely think it was like a. Uh, you guys did not expect us to have a militia full, and they're just standing there. You know, they don't go and attack them. They let them know we are right here. You have to go through us, and we are here for blood. You know. And then it was um, also cool because well, not only one guy cut the fish, but two guys. Cut stuck their axe <laughs> in the fish. Hell yeah. And then they were like, you want some of this fish blood, dude? <laughs> I know. He should have handed Chris Evans the fish. And then he's like, I don't have, I don't have an axe. <laughs> I've heard of puff, puff, pass. I've never heard of cut, cut, slash. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, the axe fight, though, was really cool. Like, you had some slow motion parts. Some of yeah. the sliding shots, like, I, you know, Bong Joon Ho is a really great director. Yes, the way that they incorporate the really light music with it's like a very light piano with yeah. no sound, but then just sound effects with the yes. slow motion. It's it the way it builds suspense, but it makes you feel the action. But it is also this. It's not just just this chaotic event of nonsense where you're yeah. discombobulated. It, you know what's funny, Jacob? Yes. I wrote in my notes, I wrote the quiet, the slow-mo, the sounds, the blood. <laughs> I like wrote all of it. It's good. It's like, it was just like a, 
senses overload, but yeah. also underload. It's it's kind of it's kind of like ASMR because it's kind of yeah. like, hey, here's here is everything you need and the highlights, and you get to see everything, feel everything, but at the same time you're not overwhelmed. It's yeah. very uh, it almost reminds me of you know you know Bo Burnham's inside uh, when he sings All Eyes on Me. It's mm-hmm. almost when he says. Are you feeling nervous? And he looks at you with his eyes, you know, and his yeah. eyes are closed. It's almost that. Whoa, you know, that's intense, man. Yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Bo Burnham's "All Eyes on You" video, I recommend going and watching it on YouTube. That's really good. good. Now put your fucking hands up. Now pray for me. <laughs> um, um, also, in the knife axe fight, they count down the new year by marking where. Yes. Which, so they're on this train that goes all the way around the world, and it takes a full year to go all the way around. Which I'm like, okay, so how fast is this train going? Because it's got to be slow as shit, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, probably like 35 miles an hour or something. But it looks like it's going fast. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like it's going pretty fast. It looks like it's a speed train, but it's like... Did you guys see in the trivia that it said that... If you start it at a certain time, it like the New Year's Eve thing happens exactly when New Year's Eve happens for us. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I thought, no, wait, I thought that's. Oh, you mean the time of the year? Yeah, like, because you know how some movies people are like, if you start it here, this happens exactly at midnight. Like, Hmm. interesting. Yeah. I. uh, I like how it's all in bridge that bridge too. That's cool. Yeah, you go go for the bridge right at that time. There's like a like they have specific things designed for like views and stuff like that. Yeah, I think in the movie though, because they must have just had to whatever time of year it was get on the train, start going, and then they count like oh it's our 18 years on the train or whatever, 34 years mm-hmm. on the train. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how many they hit 17. It's only 18. Yeah. 18. The 18th year. Because they is the 18th year they celebrated, yeah. So, yeah. And then I, there's a couple of parts that are kind of funny around this whole thing. Then um, Edgar, Jamie Bell's character, is like, I hate getting old. I fucking hate it. Just randomly yeah. while they're in the fight, they all stop to do the countdown. <laughs> like, it's all pretty funny. Yeah. And um, not only that, but then when uh, they get the night vision goggles, you know, and then uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the actors' names. Um, but the, the Korean actors, they're like, oh, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they start putting <laughs> the goggles on. Oh, and before they open the door too, um, she's like, Chrono? And he's like, ah, oh, that's all you care about is Chrono. Or no. Yeah. Like, it, and then he is like, well, you, you keep, you're the ones who keep giving it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of funny moments like that with him. Um, but and then yeah, and then, yeah. But that axe fight—they turn off the—they turn off the light. The, I don't turn off the lights, but they. Uh, well, they do turn off tunnel. the lights in the car, and they go in a yeah. tunnel, so there's no light there's coming no in lights. at all. They all got these night vision goggles on with their axes, and they're just basically the train. The soldiers of the train. Yes, trainer. Yes, the because in the movie the armed. Guards. So if you didn't see it, the the back people in the train, they it's a classist like, system. Yeah, it's a so class system. They're scum, and, insects, bugs. And they're they're worthless. they've had enough, so they're trying to work their way up to the front of the train violently. 
if they have They're to. causing a coup. Mm-hmm. Just like Russia, right? Is that happening uh, right now? Kind of, a little bit. Okay. I thought I saw something about that, but I wasn't sure if I, if that was, like, fake. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, no, yeah, it's really good. And then you have the C- Curtis, Chris Evans character, remembering that he, um, when they brought, um, what, what do they call him, Nam, Nam, out? Yeah. He was, like, in a hypersleep type of thing, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, in that thing. Yeah, it was like um, kind of like a cryo a thing, but not really. Yeah. Or if they were just stuck in there somehow. I don't know. I don't know. It was like they were in comas, like asleep, but like sustained. But it was just a I drawer. Yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't make much sense. I definitely thought that was, he was dead when they went to the drawer. And mm-hmm. they were like, I thought he was dead. And they, but yeah. Well, anyway, um, with, with that, they... He has matches in him. There's no match- mm-hmm. matches on the train. No cigarettes. Um, they're like, oh, cigarettes we need fire. For ten years. And one of the kids had grabbed the matches, and he let him have the kid have them. So the kid lit the match and was able to light a torch. And mm-hmm. then you had them handing it off to like this one dad who we didn't even talk about. Gray was that his name? No, not him. First, it goes to the oh to the yeah dad, the guy the one armed dad. The arm. Man, that scene, that whole that scene was pretty good. I almost wrote that down for my point, but I didn't. Yeah, so if so, this one-armed dad, his son has been taken away from him, and he um, had gotten his arm broken off. He had two arms when the movie started, you guys. Yeah, and so they he threw a shoe at them, and so they. So what happened? Okay, so this bitch shows up and she's like hey i'm a bitch and he's like hey don't take my kid i'm gonna throw my shoe at you because they kidnapped his kid he threw his shoe they said naughty 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 put your hand through the hole they shoved his hand through a hole in the train and guess what it's cold outside seven minutes his seven minutes in heaven more like seven minutes in hell because you're frozen (laughs) over motherfucker Uh, (laughs) they they took his arm out and they hit it with his hammer because it was frozen and it broke and he's got no arm now and that's yeah. Snowpiercer. That's Snowpiercer. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like the first scene of the movie. No, it's that, not. <laughs> okay, it's like the eighth it's scene. like third or fourth scene, And then he hands it off to Gray. What yeah. do you think of Gray? Gray's like ninja. Where did he come from? And then, yeah, Gray. Uh, why wasn't he fighting all along? Why was he hanging out back there? I think him and Gilliam are an item. An item? Interesting. I thought he was like Wait, a son Wait, who's Gray? He's like the ninja. The n- well, he's the, guy yeah. who, he's the guy who kept doing parkour. And he'd throw, he'd throw knives. Yeah, he's a knife thrower. Oh, I think that was the little boy that... Wasn't it the little baby that Chris Evans' character almost ate? No, that was Edgar. Oh. That's Edgar. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, Chris Evans almost stayed a baby. All right, if you haven't <laughs> seen this movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is. This movie must sound psychotic if you haven't. Oh, my God. Um, was that it on the axe fight? 
Or it brings, they yeah. bring the fire, then they can light the torches. And that's all pretty cool because then they got the yeah. upper hand because not only can they see, but now they have another weapon pretty much of fire. Yeah. And because these people are night vision, it's fucking bright as shit immediately, you know? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true, too. And they defeat them. That's all pretty cool. Yeah, it's a really great scene. Yeah. Um, In the trivia, it says there was no additional lighting used while filming the torchlight fight scene. Wow, that's really cool. Wow. So that's that kind of cool. cool. I thought you were going to say during the filming they uh, didn't use real axes. I was going to say I don't <laughs> didn't think they were going to really use axes. <laughs> you didn't hear Edgar, that Jamie Bell? He really died. <laughs> they were really kill- they weren't really killing people in that scene, you guys. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Good one. All right, Kristen, what was your number two? Unless you had something else to say. No, that was all I had for that. Um, My number two things was what do you guys think happened at the end? Like after the end of the movie? I, well, the director said what happened. Oh, he did? He? Yeah, he did. What did he, he say? Said, oh, what he did said he those say? people repopulated the earth and saved humanity and survived. Heck yeah. What people? The those chil- the children. The Timmy and, and the Asian child who's seventeen. I see. Did you think there were more survivors? Yeah, I thought maybe there were more survivors. Maybe it probably was. Not according to Edgar. Or Edgar. Not according Edgar. to Boone. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Edgar Wright. Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. Oh, good. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought that's kind of what would happen, too. I thought maybe there were more survivors that were with them, though. But like, that makes sense. Bong Joon-ho, he can't dictate. He didn't put it in the movie. So we can decide. And I think yeah. Polar Bear is like, ooh, yummy. And he my, eats them up. <laughs> my last note is, wouldn't that be some shit? Get eaten by a polar bear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be hungry, right? He's like, well, what is that? It smells so good. To me? <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I think they probably lived... Yeah, they they had those fur coats like the Inuits, and uh, you know, you can see airplane. So yeah, we'll see. Well, cool. Yeah, I thought that's what would happen as well. So glad we're all on the same page. (laughs) I think I think they built another train. (laughs) I I think they said, "Where's our train at? We need it," and they rebuilt it. (laughs) Oh, oh my god! You know what my last note was, Jacob. The polar bear. I just wrote the it. Polar bear. I, did, I didn't write an opinion about it. <laughs> oh, you were just like, that's a polar bear. You didn't. Need, you should have done a a David Attenborough. The mighty polar bear has. <laughs> I just finished watching <laughs> our our planet too. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. Um. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That was all I had for my second thing. Was I oh, was okay. just interested what you guys thought. I like your questions are or your questions. questions too. That's smart. I should have done all questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, I couldn't really think of anything else to talk about because I figured that we would talk, you know, about certain scenes or the director usually and stuff. Um, 
which we haven't done yet, right? <laughs> no, we did a little bit. We did. Yeah. Well, I wanted Anyways, to talk about um, the religious aspects of the movie, and I think you got to talk about that and talk about the classroom scene too, in regards to yeah. that. Talk about propaganda, baby. <clears throat> yeah. So essentially. The guy who built this train and, and he still runs the train. He's like a train train enthusiast since he was a kid. Um, they worship him like a god. They're like, oh, sweet Wilfred. Um, yeah. And they worship the train. Um, the train saved too. them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wrote a couple of the lines down that they said. That especially, I think it's Tilda Swinton's character says says it the most. Uh huh. Um, sacred engine, like, you know, sacred like engine. Sacred yeah. engine. What happens if the train stops? We die. Yeah, they like. Yeah, the and the history of of what's happening. It's all like, ooh, the great train, and ooh, dumb people who didn't want to be on a train, <laughs> and yeah. called and called Mister Wilfred a liar and an idiot and stuff. Wilfred likes trains. You don't like that. You're an idiot. Yeah. Because in the classroom, they pretty much grow into a, what, like a fourth grade class? Maybe yeah, third grade? It's small. They're um, just indoctrinating it's, them. It's kind of cr- um, crazy that the kids even hated like the people like they were teaching that too right away. Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning, they know their, they, they know their <clears throat> place. Everyone has yeah. their place. Everyone has their what does he purpose. say? Purpose. Their purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, what about that? Your heart dropped when she said, "Don't open the door." How about when they were like, um, "Eggs aren't extinct," and that's not the only thing you thought was extinct, and isn't, or something like that. And then, yeah, they pull out a gun. And they've got bullets because they said that bullets, they thought bullets went extinct because the original guards didn't have bullets. Yeah, I thought it was uh, oddly convenient. Did your heart drop? No. No. (laughs) My heart didn't drop during that one. uh, That one wasn't as suspenseful. When that one dude was going psycho, I was like, oh, shit. And when he was like shooting through the glass window, yeah, yeah, that, that I, got me. I called him um, Russian '80s villain guy because he looks like a Russian yeah, '80s like villain. He definitely does. Um, but no, that didn't. That didn't, I was I was shocked when when old pregnant school teacher was just laying down that ledge. Um, you know? um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that but, was kind of crazy. And the children. Got out of there quick. Yeah, I was they surprised did. they did that with those children in there. I know. They didn't care. Yeah. And then you had freaking um, Gilliam get shot after that too. And yeah. then they were escorting Tilda Swinton's character as like a prisoner. They just shot her too at that point. They're like, all right, we're done yeah. with you. Pow, right in the face. Yeah. Right in the kiss. And the one dad dies too. It's almost it's almost like a slasher movie. You have a yeah. team and then like one person's dead and then another person's dead. Yeah, I wrote one of my notes was so much violence. 
I, it was a graphic novel, so I yeah. guess that's why. I don't. Not that graphic novels have to do that, but <laughs> also it was rated R. Very true. Didn't so? Did you s- wait? I think I read a trivia that just came to my mind because I saw the name written down. Because you were like Edgar Wright. Is it because um, Bong Joon Ho named the character Edgar after Edgar Wright? I did not know that. So nope, it was not. Oh, okay. That's even crazier. Well, I just, here's what it was. I watched this movie and I said, man, Edgar Wright is now in my brain all of a sudden. So it worked. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. He kind of looks like Edgar Wright, doesn't he? Kind of, yeah. He kind of does. Did you guys think? He looks like Eddie Redmayne. (laughs) He does? Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you guys think Gilliam and Gray's relationship was of romantic nature, or was it a father son nature? I thought it was. I thought it was father son. I thought like, it was father son. I, th- I almost thought it was pet, pet and. So that's why I think man. it was like a romantic. I need to take care of you. I love you. I much. I thought it was more like, I'm going to teach you martial arts, and I'm an old man with one arm. And <laughs> one leg, and you learn martial arts for me. I thought he was a Ninja Turtle. Here's what. <laughs> Did you think he was awesome? I thought he was awesome. I thought he oh ate a pizza, God. but it was actually a uh, sewer grate. I wrote in my notes, I feel like Jake will really like Gray because of the ninja aspects. I'm like, Jacob seems to like the high I'm like Sprague, I'm like Sprague the Whisperer. I need a ninja and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Gray. Yeah. I, uh, every time it came on, I was like, parkour, parkour. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. But I, was, I, I definitely did not understand why he wasn't fighting. Like, I just didn't get it. But maybe yeah. if he, what you're saying, maybe. And the, that's what I think. I didn't see any, like, real, like, affection in a way that I would deem as r- romantic, though. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. I, I felt like he, like, petted on his head one time or something like that. I, I don't know. It was very. Yeah, like, I thought he was. Not more than, him. not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I know that's kind of a sidetrack thing, but talking about the religious aspects of the movie, we talked about the classroom. Oh yeah. But the the reason I wanted to bring that up was not just that scene, but the religious aspects, because they're like Wilfred is. I wrote wrote it down. Wilfred is divine. Wilfred is m- merciful. Yeah. That's what I was um, trying to say earlier. So that and the, and, and you know the sacred engine, um. What do you guys think of of that in the story? Well, I think of, like I think for the mindset of the people, I think mm-hmm. it makes sense. You know, they were they're the last of humanity. You know, Noah's Ark type of shit. You know, um, so I think that makes sense. And I think they, especially the first class people, probably do feel at least a little bit grateful for him and for you know. His, what mm-hmm. he's pushing down their throats in terms of propaganda, you know, and when yeah. you're when you're in a when you're in a when you're in a box when you're right, a jet you're and, a jet all the way up, <laughs> and you only hear the same thing over and over again. It's really hard to no- think of anything. An else, echo you know chamber. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, hey, if all you hear all day long is that the people on that side of the border are bad people, you're not gonna know any different, you know. Mm-hmm. If the people and on the back of the train it's are very interesting because it's almost insects. like you you witness a little bit like at the birth of a religion in this movie 
And it's not too crazy to think, oh, yeah, that's probably how some religions start. Oh, this person saved us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I could see that. The pharaohs, the kings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I agree with a lot of what you said. But not all of it. <laughs> and I'll take support for those things. <laughs> a lot of what we said, but not all of it. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just making a joke. What are you trying to insinuate? That there's something you don't agree with. Why? Because I always have to be against <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, no, not necessarily. I'm just wondering if there was something you didn't. No, agree with. I agree. Yeah, it was kind of weird, just because, like, oh, should, I don't know. Should I talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> I was like, all I know is we're podcasting, and Chris is like, should I talk about anything on this podcast? <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, I'm about to talk about like how religion. Like, I could see both, like. The like Alex talking about like it's a you don't need to protect the religion. Okay, okay. Well, with this movie, it makes me think like yeah, this is like how a religion is because you're born into a religion. They tell you this. This is what you're growing up learning. You don't know anything else, and then they they I don't want to say trap, but they trap you into it by making you get baptized and stuff at a young age before you even know anything Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. like that's what i have such a problem with is that a lot of religions have people who are kids commit to this at such a young age they don't even they still think that's the tooth fairy and all that stuff is still real like they can't fully grasp what's happening they don't know like what's going on whatever else there is in the world they don't know and that's exactly what this was going on they think oh this is the way it is subjectively and there's no discussion about it to be had so they to them yeah and then it's that whole sense of like community and everything too and that's like they didn't want to lose what they knew and so they don't question it and then it goes hand in hand with that's how they keep everybody in line you know, yeah. like, and that's exactly what was this. Like, one of my things I wrote down was humanity can suck and be scary sometimes because everybody just is fine ignoring certain things happening in the world. And this goes along mm-hmm. with religion, with government, with just humanity all together. Like, well, and yeah, this movie in general, it kind of points out, like, if, like, if the lowest people, the, majority of the people are mm-hmm. constantly fighting amongst themselves they're not going to be able to deal with the beginning of the train the leadership yeah. the one percent because they're too busy just trying to find food you know they're trying not to starve so mm-hmm. and then then they, like with wilford and gilliam deciding to have like have this hope that was put in the people and them causing, because they needed to reduce the population, the last, you know, the tail end population mm-hmm. to where they orchestrated for them to basically go to their death. Like, that was just like, to me, it was like, I knew, I actually kind of forgot that that happened. <laughs> so when I was watching this, I was like, oh, who was set up this whole time? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
it was a big shock to me because I forgot that part was even in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. I 100% agree. I haven't had a lot of experience with religion in my life, but yeah. So I have had a lot of experience with religion. And as I spent, you know, quite a few years in the church and just kind of going off that point of the way that they kind of have the children and in the class, when they, like, literally people will have babies and then be like, hey, we're doing, we have this certain Sunday, a baby dedication ceremony where you come and you dedicate your newborn baby that is just born to the Lord immediately as soon as they're born. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and from that point on, guess what? Now that is, and now you put them in Sunday school and as soon as they get to think, and then they have like vacation Bible school. So when your kids are not in school and you can't afford daycare, hey, guess what? You can come bring them to our church where we can fill them with this nonsense. And But it's your only option because it's free. Because we have a system where we don't provide health care, or not health care, uh, daycare or child care for our people who have to have jobs. They can't take off work and take care of their mm-hmm. families because they have to work. But we'll get this thing that we can now control their minds with for free, you know. And you can now vote in our ways because you think like us. And then we can include more policies that keep it this way. And mm-hmm. it's fucked. Big time, and we don't get they don't get taxed or anything. Yeah, they don't get taxed, and they get money from the people, and then get to just fill their pockets. And then, literally, my favorite thing from the Bible, and it's just so hypocritical. The whole church, you know, but is there's a parable about Jesus going to the temple and throwing a temper tantrum because they were taking taxes and basically keeping wealth at the temple when the temple is a place for people to be together and to celebrate God and there should be no money involved in it whatsoever. And it's literally a whole thing. And then the church goes on and they tell you an hour-long ser- a sermon about this thing. They said, okay, here's your tithe and offering. Give us your 10% that you have to give us. Like, yeah. Did you hear what they just said in literally the whole thing? And they're so stupid. They don't even understand what they're saying because they're just so brainwashed. It's like they're literally telling you something, but because you're just so... It's just, I don't know. I can't. I'm not in the church anymore for a reason. I mean, that's just like, it just goes along with like people just follow whatever they're told. And it's like, there have to be those people that step out and rebel like the Mm -hmm. main character. Well, I forgot his name. And I don't mean to. Yeah, Curtis. Curtis. I don't mean, I don't want to. We can cut this out of the podcast, but it's like when Trump was running for when like back in the day when he said, "If I ever run for any kind of public office, I'll run Republican because they're so stupid they'll believe anything you say," you know, and it's it's kind of like because they have this indoctrined mind generally of hey I feel this thing so you should feel it because I'm part of your group you know it's a hey I am your kind therefore trust me it's almost a I teach uh, in public speaking. Uh, we teach about intercultural communication, which essentially mm-hmm. um, one of the things is like in-group and out-group um, ideas. So the in-group is typically the population that is the masses, has the more numbers. So therefore, they make most of the rules, most of the decisions in the out-group just tries to survive. And they don't get a lot of input, a lot of words, and a lot of stuff like that. And so when there's no kind of change or no kind of desire to change because you don't see any reason to change because you're at the top 
why will there ever be change? You know, and it's this yeah. exact, this exact thing. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, that's all I got on this subject. Me too. <laughs> um, I didn't. Well, I guess. Oh wait, no, it's ahead. your turn, Jake. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I guess my third thing kind of technically goes into that, which was the speech Chris Evan gives and the last cigarette speech is what I called it, mm-hmm. um, where he it talks about how bad it was at the beginning of the time and it kind of just shows that classist system about how you know they are seen as not human as less than human you know and for anyone who did not watch the movie essentially chris evan gives this speech about how when they first got on the train um they basically were people who like snuck on the train or like couldn't pay for the train whoever was there yeah yeah and so they were all kind of shoved in the last car and they were not given food because otherwise they would, would die. Because everyone else on the planet yeah, died. Yeah, everyone would die. Yeah, every, there's mass extinction. You know, everything died. Um, so you get on the train or you die. And so they got on the train and they did not realize what they were signing up for, if you will. And they were not given food or water. And it resulted in cannibalism. And they started eating the weak. And he says, babies taste the best. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, I don't know. It just, that part made my heart drop too, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then when he said I was the one holding the knife. Oh my god. That whole scene. That, that's my third that's my is that whole scene and that whole scene yeah. and the whole thing, you know. Gilliam um, Gilliam who was like their leader got kind of Gandhi type. He cuts his arm off yeah. and he's like, Here, eat this. Don't eat the baby. If you're so star if you're so hungry, eat this instead. Mm-hmm. And then just a bunch of people started he's, just cutting limbs off. Yeah. Yeah. He's con convinced people to make that sacrifice. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's like... And then and Chris Evans is, talks about trying... He's like, yeah. I tried to do it, I couldn't do it. And he, like... You hear he it, see him talking star, to Gilliam earlier in the movie, and he's like, I could lead better if I only had one arm. And you're like, that's so... I guess he just really likes Gilliam. You don't realize that it. I didn't, there's a deeper meaning yeah, I didn't, to it. I didn't get it. But they talks about the cut in his arm, and it's almost like, huh, what? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I was kind of interested when you guys said you had... Obviously, Kristen had said she'd watched it three times, and you said, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that maybe you didn't like it as much. I was wondering if this would be better on a rewatch, almost, because you kind of know those things, you know, or if it is less than because the twist is what makes it so, I don't know. Um, yeah. I think enjoyable. both. Yeah. I think my biggest thing, we'll talk about it, but just watching this right after The Host, it's the same director. I was mm-hmm. immediately comparing the two, you know, and so. Gotcha. That was, I think, the biggest thing. It's not that I didn't, I disliked Snowpiercer. It's mm-hmm. just that I was like, oh man, the host was really good, actually. And I think uh, I gotcha. built Snowpiercer up more in my mind. In, but then seeing it again, it was not quite as good back to back. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and I also really like the fact that, you know, he's like, uh, that's the last cigarette on earth mm-hmm. you know and he doesn't even smoke it he just like lets it yeah he takes one burn. drag at the beginning and <laughs> yeah and i thought that was i thought that was very symbolic you know yeah i thought it was very meaningful and when he had that big ash at the end he kind of i don't know yeah i like that yeah but i think it was what do you what do you, what do you have anything about that scene Kristen? 
Um, I mean, it just was a shock to me because uh, I forgot about that scene as well. Um, so just listening to it, I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's insane. And it made me sad. <laughs> yeah. Does it, ter- does that, to, a- to ask a question similar to how Kristen did her three things, um, does that, it, do you guys ever think about, hey, if we were to nuclear apocalypse it up or some other crazy shit, if I had to do that kind of sh- thing to survive, would I be able to do that? Or like, God, like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could. Like the Donna like, party. We talked about them before. Kristen's you know? like, I'd be so ruthless. And now she's like, I don't think I, I wouldn't eat people. <laughs> That's going past that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> what if you had to or you die? I would just die then. I would die. I'd, I'd be like, man, I wonder if babies really do taste the best. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, veal is more expensive. <laughs> That was my third thing. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I love it. And then you have um, also, I guess we should mention, then you have the, he's talking to Nam, Nam, the Mm -hmm. drug addict guy. And he's like, you know what I'm taking all this chronal for? And he like crams it all together and shoves it against the door to the train. He's like, I want to get out of this train. Yeah. He thinks that they can survive out there. Because the chronal is like a bomb. It's a, a chemical discharge kind of thing that they... Discharge. <laughs> that they it's get a, high off of. Yeah, like waste, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's flammable, baby. All right, Kristen, what was your third thing? Um, I didn't have a third thing. It's against the rules of the podcast. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Um... How about we talk about me? I'm the problem. It's me. Um. Taylor Swift. Let's talk about her. Let's talk about well, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar Wright. Oh. So one thing I wrote down at the very beginning was poor Edgar, and it's <laughs> like I wrote that was my second note because I was like he's gonna die. <laughs> I knew Hold someone on. died that was close to Curtis. So yeah. I immediately knew it was Edgar when he was, like, hanging around him and he's, like, looking up to him and whatever. Uh-huh. So I was like, he's dying. <laughs> can we, just to go back to my thing we just talked about, can we, we have to at least loop in a little bit about how all three of those characters mash together because Edgar was the baby we, that. Edgar was the baby that he was trying to eat. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans was trying to eat Edgar. And then John, what what's his Her, name? Gilliam. What's his name? Gilliam, freaking say it. Like, that blew my mind. I sh- flipped my table that wasn't here over. And, I <laughs> and, they, kill- and they killed Edgar's mom. And, never and they killed him. Edgar's mom, yeah. God. It's like, I was the one with the knife. God. It blew my mind. <laughs> it was intense, man. Yeah, so Edgar, I know I have in my notes, not at the beginning of the movie, Mine is during the axe fight. I have poor Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote yeah. at the end with the polar bear, I put poor Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> what if Edgar came Edgar. out? He's like, I'm actually alive, guys. He, he's uh, he's like, what? Oh, my God. Uh, fuck. He's like, uh, K- 
can't. Oh my god, I can't remember the reference. Uh, it's like Danny McBride's character from Super from uh, Pineapple Express. No, he's like the guy who lives <laughs> in the forest who is just like a bear. Ted Wheaton, and he's like Kayla Dickey is. Oh, oh yeah. God. Kayla Dickey and that mate. Yeah, mayor. he's got the trail. He's got mm-hmm. the where there's a bear. God yeah. damn it. It's there. I can't find it. It's from Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> oh, I see. Scott Ackerman, if you listen to the podcast, you get the reference from your own show. <laughs> okay, Edgar, yeah. So was that sad? <laughs> when that guy, yes. that, when Jamie, uh, what's his name? Jamie Bell pretended to be dead. Was that sad? What? Um... The yeah. actor was acting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the guy, like the the Russian guy who got stabbed. They like sat up under Oh yeah, I thought like no, that was not sad, Alex. <laughs> I did not, I did not weep for that. <laughs> You're like, um, were you like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I said no. This dude was way dead. I saw it. I seen that. I and then he like that. hits the pole. Is it? Where are you, Jason it. Voorhees? Yeah, That's what it felt like. Um, but Edgar, I really liked him. I thought it was. I kept getting. A, I got a little annoyed when all he talked about was steak. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be a leader. You can lead us. You gotta lead us. You're the oh, leader. Yeah. Hey, leader, what steak tastes like? He's like, hey, <laughs> how's my mama's body? Oh yeah, it's dead. You killed her. I'm a baby. <laughs> Eat my arm. <laughs> That's what he said. I heard him. I saw him. <laughs> the baby was sacrificing his arm. The baby was I'm a baby. <laughs> you ever had baby back ribs? Try baby back arm. Oh, my God. Try the whole goddamn baby. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, my third thing. Unless you had more to say, Ed- Edgar. I got, I got a bowl of strings here. Oh god. <laughs> okay, my third thing. Kristen alluded to this earlier was Wilford and Gilliam were working together the whole time to shit. To shocked. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was shocked. I was oh. shit. <laughs> In order to cull the population and but like leave a sense of hope for the back train people. It's interesting. Does that make sense to you guys? I don't know. What did you think? Were you like, no way? Or were you like, are you kidding me? I was, I was like, are you kidding me? But then I was also like, don't let him talk. He said, cut his tongue out. Mm-hmm. He's talking. I can't believe anything he's saying, you know? Yeah. It's tricky. And that there was a freaking phone. There was a phone. Does he have to call Gilliam? Wouldn't people hear the phone ring? Because otherwise, could Gilliam just... Anybody could have popped it open? <laughs> Wouldn't somebody What's have found phone that number? phone by then? What's the phone number? Do you think they have to Eight, call? 8675309. Oh, <laughs> I think they got to call the operator, and it's a small child. And he's like, who can I connect you with? He's like, it's fucking Wilford, dumbass. <laughs> I wrote in my notes during this part, I wrote, betrayal, man. 
Yeah, definite betrayal. And then they shot him. I don't think. Here's what I think. I'll be 100% mm-hmm. with you. Listen, listen to me clearly. He had no clue. He was trying to start a revolt. They were not working together. He was Edgar's dad. <laughs> Whoa. Wait. I've gone to That's why he wanted to <laughs> save the baby. That's why I wanted to save the baby. <laughs> and he, he he also the teacher? That's his uh-huh. baby too. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, I think you're off the rails, Jake. You're like a, <laughs> a retired train. I've gotten too I've gotten too much colonel. Um yeah, the the betrayal was crazy and then Chris Evans is so shocked. The other thing at the very end of the movie too was that the kids that got kidnapped early in the movie they are being used to help work on the train because the parts are are, are the parts have extinct is what he says. He doesn't say the parts broke, the parts extinct. Okay. Keep that in mind. Mhm. And so these kids are just child labor essentially and Chris Evans like goes reaches down cuz he's like in the floor under above the engine or in the engine or however yeah. train works. Um to get him and he like has to stick his hands in his arm into gears and then he's doing this thing which is like something that was shown at the very beginning of the movie yeah so that was interesting yeah it's like a a symbol of wilford or something yeah, um, i don't get it but the the cool thing that about that part of the movie too was then when the bomb explodes that they used to blow up, up the train essentially and open that door so they can go out Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Evans finishes like trying to pull him, but his arm also breaks, and I assume yeah. he gets cut off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, which he gets I, to like sacrifice his arm at the end of the movie. It's pretty poetic. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I did think uh, when he shoved his hand down to grab him, I thought it was gonna like go immediately. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna hold the power of the train. With my arm. I know. That's crazy. There's no way. It would have been cut off immediately. <laughs> it would have went, floop. Okay, I'm yeah. this movie a zero. Because of Stars. that error? Because of that error. Doesn't make no sense. And do you guys have any other um, items you wanted to say about this movie? Yes. All right. You want my number four? Oh, my yeah. number four. Yes, All right. yes. <clears throat> All right. This is so, why you think I like this movie? As soon as I Googled, or as soon as I went to YouTube, I typed in Snowpiercer. The number one video that pops up is a video that has 14 million views. Okay. Entitled, Is Snowpiercer a Sequel to Willy Wonka? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was just reading a bunch of reviews on... Um um, what's that thing called? Letterbox. And I saw one of those, and I was like, "Oh my god, it is!" <laughs> it totally is. So Why? <laughs> so it is a, it is a. So many things. There's so many things. I wish I had written them all down. But okay, essentially, it is a person who is in control of some sort of industry, some sort of thing, who is <sighs> getting a protege to then take over, but they have to earn it through a certain going through a certain series of tasks, right? Mm-hmm. 
exactly what Chris Evans does, exactly what Charlie does. Oh, because Wilford thing. is like, you can have the train. He, not only that, but Charlie. W, Wilford, W, Wonka. They both implement with giant Ws everywhere, right? Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Not only that, but according to this video, Will Gil, Gillum, Gilliam, he is, mm-hmm. do you remember uh, Slughorn? Yeah. And when, when so there's, they're essentially <laughs> saying that Wilford is Charlie, who has taken uh-huh. over the Charlie factory, and he has basically, through automotive, because he has a, a bunch of automotive things, right, in Willy Wonka, the train, the balloon, the bike, all sorts of different traveling, so he is very interested in travel as well as like experiment things so basically it's kind of far-fetched to that but they even go so far as to say that certain characters in the movie this movie snow preacher are similar characters or the same characters from willy wonka for example um uh what's her name swinton um, Tilda swinton yeah yeah she is uh the golden egg girl who, okay. uh, after she gets on the scale, you know, and goes to the trash bin or whatever, she still has that bitchy attitude where she calls people names and says things, but she's also very... They saved me from being incinerated from the fire of the trash can. He is mighty and merciful and, you know, so there's mm-hmm. that. Um, the Russian murder guy who his first... The first time you see him is through a TV screen, shooting somebody, because Mike TV always is shooting guns, you know? So they're saying that it's him. You've seen him before the TV. Do I? No, not the killer guy. The first time yeah, you see you him, right, is shooting William. No, because he's... Um, or Gilliam. He's remember. also fighting in the axe fight. He comes in with Tilda Swinton in them. And you oh, see him in the very beginning. He I thought you saw him with... with the, the, I thought it was the gun. With the, the hammer thing. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought that was a different guy. Anyway, um, and then uh, there's more stuff. But then um, even at the end of the movie, it's kind of like you have hope where he goes on like the, the elevator and he kind of goes out and it's hope in the future of children and whatnot. Well, and the, at this end of this movie, it's the hope of children, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. back to what we were talking about with the children that he takes to work in the machine because the parts have ex- have have um, gone extinct. Gone extinct, and it's a only a f- small enough space for a f- small enough thing, the size of an Oompa Loompa maybe, <laughs> which have gone extinct because they're not parts; <laughs> they're people. That's all I'm saying. Wow. It's, That's pretty crazy. A, that, <clears throat> the video goes into a lot more detail. There's a 14-minute video. You know that you can watch, as well as like a apparently a two and a half hour video, which you can watch as well. I didn't watch the two and a half video video, but very interesting. It also follows a very similar structure. People got too much time on their hands. They really do. (laughs) When I I watched the video, it made a lot of sense in terms of certain aspects Mm -hmm. of it, Um, and some of the things that they said were like, "Oh, that's definitely a stretch." You know, uh, maybe you could see that if you are in a box and you're only being told one thing, you know, but there's things yeah. that line up really well as well. So I thought that was very interesting. That's my that is interesting. Thing. I do love Willy Wonka. So yeah. Also the one thing that another thing he says is uh Willy Wonka. Uh, he says you have to control the people through 
anxiety and fear and chaos. And that's exactly what what's his face says. It's literally exactly, and they the way they enter the way when he calls him to enter the room, he he says the exact same thing that he says to Charlie when Charlie enters the room. He says, "Oh, my dear boy," or whatever it was, whatever he says. You know, he says the exact he, he same says, thing. Charlie, you bit my finger. <laughs> you bit my finger, Charlie. <laughs> that really hurts, Charlie. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, it's interesting. That's my last thing. Mm. That's pretty cool. All right. They even timeline it up where it makes sense. Anyway, go ahead. Final <laughs> thoughts. Um, you want me to go first? This movie is okay. No, you go, Chris. <laughs> you go. Oh, that's um, that was your thought. The Chris, the movie is oh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so yeah, you had mentioned earlier that I did give this movie five stars previously. Mm-hmm. I rated it, um, and I gave it three and a half stars. So I did knock it down a little bit. Um, I still like it. I mean, it's still a yeah. good movie, but it's not one of my faves. So yeah. why do you think you but gave it five stars good. before? I think I might have been pressured by you a little bit, so. I never because you were like, you ve- like I remember it. you being very adamant that I watched this movie because it was just so amazing to you. So, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. This is such a good movie. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> he he basically <laughs> he he propagandized you into giving those movies. Yeah, I was like stuff. the sacred the sacred film. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this movie I don't kind know. of reminds me of, success- really of uh, Severance. Severance, I love Severance too. I, like, I I like dystopian things a, a lot, I guess. Yeah, so I gave this movie, or you go next, Jacob. I'll go last. I gave this movie four stars. My my review was, "What a ride!" Water ride. Also. Like what water. a ride! Also, this mo- <laughs> this movie is off the rails. You should wrote this movie is like a retired train. Do you get my pun, Alex? Did you get it? Uh huh. I had two puns there. Both I had two puns in my review. Oh, because it's didn't a even train. Laugh. Oh, didn't I get laugh it. Laugh so hard. I forgot that they were in a train. That is funny. Why is the train <laughs> called Snowpiercer? Cause I think if this movie snow. was called The Train, it would be better. It would have been better. <laughs> <It would've> been better. <laughs> um, okay, I gave this movie four stars. <clears throat> and I said, as I logged my watch of The Host earlier and considered it in Bong Joon-ho's filmography, I felt fairly confident Jesus I enjoyed Christ. Snowpiercer more. However, after this rewatch, I've got to say I'll flip those two. Fucking nerd over here. And then I said, this is still great, though. The satire of the religious elements of the train in Wilford really elevate the story. That's true. And I put this at the number four spot of the Bong Joon-ho movies I've seen out of five. Wow, that's not good. For well, a movie. Paras- Parasite number one. It's incredible. Memories of a murder. Memories of murder. Memories of murder. I put it at number two. The host at three. That's no preserve four. And then Okja at five. 
That's interesting. I haven't seen those. So good. I've seen Parasite. And Snowpiercer, is that it? Yep. Okja's okay. What did I give Okja? Five stars. Three and a half stars. Um, Okay, yeah. So that is the end of this um, uh, disaster, at least for this film. I guess you could pick another Frozen World movie. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna choose Frozen. I'm gonna choose Frozen. Whoa, that is kind of dystopian now that you th- now that you think about it. Maybe I'll choose Tarzan. Is that dystopian? Could, could for that one first. guy. <laughs> it was for the first for the baby at first. Yeah, exactly. And for the shipwreck, yeah. Is Castaway but, dystopian? There you go. 127 hours, does that count as dystopian? Yeah. The best little whorehouse in Texas? Armageddon? Wait. <laughs> Urban Cowboy? Nick and Nora's Infant Playlist? No, oh my God. Empire Records? Music Man? Okay. <laughs> All right, All right, is it my Jacob, turn to pick a movie? Your turn to pick a movie under this theme. Okay. I was going to choose The Day After Tomorrow. I'm not going to do that. I Whoa. was going to choose 2012. I'm not going to do that. Whoa. I was going to choose Disaster Movie. I'm not going to do Whoa. that. <laughs> You'll never guess what movie I'm going to pick. What? It's a movie that came out in 1996, I think. Whoa. The Deep Impact? No, it's not Deep Impact. It the came Titanic? Out in 1997. Is it Godzilla? It's not Godzilla. Is it Jurassic Park? <laughs> it's a movie called Dante's Peak. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I thought you wanted us to watch that. Kristen? Did oh, you? no. <laughs> Wait, okay, what's yeah, happening? Let's watch it. <laughs> Last week, weren't I'm you scared like, now. You guys should pick Dante's Peak. Did she say that? <laughs> I thought so. I was looking up disaster movies, and I watched like five trailers, and it's the only one that seemed even remotely not the same thing over and over again. Okay. Yeah, I've seen you- Dante's Peak. Do you like it? I have not. <laughs> I mean, okay. Pierce Brosnan is in it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting stuff. I will say that when you look up disaster movies, none of them have good Rotten Tomato scores. Not a single one of them. Except for Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is a great score. But nothing else has good score. Everything's like under 50. Hmm. So... Except for Snowpiercer, which barely even counts because it had the slight avalanche, which we didn't even talk about, by the way. Not the avalanche, maybe. the frozen world. But that's not a, that's not a disaster issue. That's not doesn't fit the category. That was a human interact. That was human. Oh my god, this inter- reminds me of our conversation about <laughs> my theme. How is that not a natural disaster? Just because it was man caused. A man could cause a avalanche. Me and Alex were talking about um, this theme. I was saying, didn't I say that your movie didn't technically count as a movie with a natural disaster? Yeah, but name? yours wasn't. Yours wasn't his argument. Your argument was. Oh, different. but I'm just, I'm just bringing it up. Like I'm just saying that it's similar to what we were talking about. Because I was like, 
movies with a natural disaster, I kind of meant for the disaster, the that event to be part, like, it's basically like a character in the movie. It's like Twister, there's their Twister, like the tornadoes, they're basically a character. Um, Dante's Peak makes sense because it's like a volcano. Like that's, that's you don't the think the frozen character. world is a character? I don't think so. I don't think the frozen world is a uh, the thing we talked the thing that the category is, but I think it is a character. But what we were talking about in that aspect of that was that this whole thing of our podcast is how people interpret inter interpretate inter- <laughs> that's mm-hmm. definitely not it <laughs> interpret like yeah how people take that theme and what it means to them you know what i mean like that's the movie that alex thinks of with a natural disaster it, in the movie. i just want to say that a frozen world caused by humanity interacting with the atmospheric particles and shit is not natural, okay? That's unnatural. Well, Whoa. I did a sparkle quiz. I made a sparkle quiz. I had a source to make the quiz. And one of the definitions that was on the source of a natural disaster was climate change. But climate change through... Through anything, because it's... An, it's a disaster of the nat- natural world. I don't think it has to be a naturally caused disaster, but it's a disaster of the natural world, like an Maybe. avalanche. I guess I that- was thinking when when we were talking about um, when we were talking about what movies to pick, I definitely was thinking the same way Kristen was thinking. Where I was like, okay, it has to be something like the day the Earth stood still, or like. Uh, the day after tomorrow. I mean, day the after still. I don't remember. I don't even know what that is. is that a <laughs> That's movie? the alien comes to the planet. And oh, then... okay. Wow, interesting. What year is that? The like 1940s the 50s and the... Yeah, then okay. they made it. They had a remake with Keanu Reeves though. Oh, he wow. was the okay. alien. He was the alien. Yeah, that's impressive. He is an alien. Because uh, the alien's kind of like Khan, like Benedict Cumberbatch's Khan from the Star Trek Into Darkness. Didn't watch that. Oh, I I've never seen the original Wrath of Khan, so I don't know if the Khan acts the same or not. It does kind of uh, okay. Destroying the natural world does kind of make sense, but when I was thinking of, I was thinking something that a disaster that happens naturally, like a tsunami or a earthquake or a hurricane or a volcano. Well, a lot of those things you could say are being caused because of climate change, though. Uh, but they have, but they happen before climate, like before we existed, they happen, you know. Mm-hmm. They didn't. We're not. We don't cause those. There was an ice like, age initially. Before. There was an ice. Okay, age so I looked up the natural disaster meaning, <laughs> uh-huh. and in Merriam-Webster's definition, it says a sudden and terrible event in nature, such as a hurricane, tornado, or flood, that usually results in serious damage and many deaths. Deaths. Or a blizzard. This is just a global blizzard. So yeah, so that, I just I think mean, the I just think the only the, I think the only confusion I don't even think it's a big like is that in my brain it was natural was in terms of how it was formed, mm-hmm. and that was that's it for my brain. 
Wasn't the day after tomorrow caused because of people? Or was it just random? I, I, have, I have no idea. I think it was just global warming. I thought it was just global warming. I thought it was just the end of the, you know, just, hey, shit's going bad, y'all. You know? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and then 2012 was, hey, it's the end of the world because it's predicted that it's the end of the world. You know, it's not like we were like, hey, I'm going to start, start the, uh, the what's that thing called where they do atoms, the particle, the God particle and shit? Yeah. It's not like they were like, hey, we're going to start this and then it ended in apocalypse. You know what I mean? Would that be a natural disaster movie if that was a movie? I don't know. Um, in the day after tomorrow, they deal with a super storm. Whatever that is. Exactly. What about Sharknado? Was that man-made? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I think it counts. <laughs> I, and One, I think it counts because of the avalanche, you know, so I'm fine with it. I just, in terms of it being a main star, like Kristen was saying, what she was thinking to bring it as, yeah. I don't think it fits that exactly. Well, the other I think film, it fits into having a natural disaster in it. I will say the other film I was thinking of picking would have also been a, not fitting Kristen's theme because I would I was thinking Life of Pi because the whole reason he gets shipwrecked on that lifeboat with those animals is because of a storm, hurricane right? or a, yeah a sea that, storm or whatever yeah so that's a natural disaster in, in film but it's yeah. just not I think that would have I think that would have counted as well I think I think I it don't counts think that would have counted <laughs> what about Titanic I don't think that Crashing counts. Crashing into an iceberg. Yeah, I, I think, think that counts less. Like, the thing you're fighting or is. trying to survive from is what's, like, important. Like, Dante's Peak, they're trying to survive a, a super volcano. La, 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 <laughs> la, 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 Spoiler alert. That's, like, the, you learn that within, like, a second of watching is, the movie. Okay. Isn't that what I the haven't watched the movie synopsis yet. is? No, the synopsis you saw the says... The synopsis says, man is there. You saw the trailer, though, right? <laughs> uh, I watched, a, like, a clip. Does it not show a volcano? Also, that movie's been out since 1996, and you don't know anything about it? No, I actually have not heard of it. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't pay attention to the movies about natural disasters when I was three, and it hasn't come up since, you know? Yeah, you should have. I did. <laughs> I didn't know well, much I about did. this movie. I apologize. And I, I still don't, don't know. What I was five, and I was like, Dante's Peak? I want to watch that. Put that on. <laughs> I was doing matches on. and, you know, running Boil away. me some popcorn, man. Come on. Boil me popcorn. Boil me some popcorn. <laughs> 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 what kind of popcorn do you make? Oh, my God. <laughs> Boiled popcorn, man. Oh, the popcorn and boiler. I heard, I've heard of boiled peanuts, but boiled popcorn... <laughs> Yeah. Well, no cool. Respect. Well, I'm no excited for us to watch Dante's Peak because that is yet, just a little spoiler, another movie that was in rotation at the I gotta, I gotta, family. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna switch movies. <laughs> Pick Hocus Pocus. I'm gonna choose. Uh, Have you seen her movie. hair? That's a natural disaster. Oh my god. Should I choose Hubie Halloween since you guys don't think that's a uh, great film? You I liked it. Adjustment. Okay. You guys tell me every day. You I thought it was me. funny. You guys talk so much shit to me and, and, <laughs> and text about oh it. Oh my about god! We like to give each other a hard time. 
I think you I guys said you guys you guys mailed me five box sets of Hubie <laughs> Halloween. I said, how'd you get this in a box set? It's one movie. <laughs> we just put the same movie oh in, God. and you're like, this is how much of a loser you are. You'll watch this and think it's different movies. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Hubie Halloween sucks. <laughs> All right, if uh, that wraps us up with Snowpiercer. We're heading out to the links. We're going to go golf on 10 holes. 10? Why? I don't know. But 10 holes of golf. <laughs> what? We'll do nine holes. And we're like, should we do eight, nine more? And we'll be like, yeah. And then we'll do one more. And we're like, yeah, you know what? I'm done. I don't oh understand what's happening. Is that, did that happen in this movie? Did I miss something? <laughs> no, I said that's what's going to happen. Now that we're done podcasting. We're going to do nine holes of golf and then say, do we want to do more? And then say no? <laughs> what? Never mind. Um, thanks for listening. My name's Alex. Follow us on Twitter at I'll Take 3 Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Alex Expressed. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. And I am at I am Kristen one yeah and for us all here at global flex beat the underdogs yeah. <laughs> bye bye they're selling the stocks so buy them and launch the torpedoes tell my wife I love her and send my son to college Hey, do you okay. guys remember on the on the good place when uh, they figure out it's the bad place? Oh my god! <laughs> now we're spoiling the good place. Oh, oh yeah, we should have put a warning for that. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, that, came, that came out of nowhere. There was no reference. <laughs> Maybe I should get to that. I'm gonna leave it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs>